Welcome to my dad's favorite podcast. My name is Paul, coming to you from uh, the football bunker that is my dad's favorite podcast with my friends Chester and my brother Dallas. Uh, coming off of a, well, there's no other way to put it, just a total beatdown of the Giants. Every game this weekend was a beatdown. There weren't a lot of close games, although early I thought this game, and I, I said it out loud, I was watching it with my brother, and I said, okay, I'm paying attention to what's happening. There's about eight minutes left in the second quarter, and I'm pretty certain we're playing the Giants next week. And then by the end of the half, I was pretty sure we were playing the Packers. Yeah. <laughs> so so it was kind of close in there for a little bit, but boy, at in the end of the day, Aaron Rodgers is a better quarterback, and in this league, generally the better quarterback wins. Yeah, I mean, I think that's a pretty good summation of what was going on. Um, I didn't know who I wanted to play going into this game. I was, I was back and forth. I could see playing against Green Bay would how that would benefit us because um, they have a weak defense, and I thought you know we could exploit them. But we have a weak defense, and they have Aaron Rodgers. Um, and then I also see the positives and negatives of. Um, the Giants, you know, our strength versus their strength and our weakness versus their weakness. We aren't that great of a defense, but they just look kind of inept on offense, and they're a really good defense, and we like really good on defense. And so I didn't know what I wanted, but by the end of the game, I knew I wanted Green Bay. Okay, well, I've got good news. Mm -hmm. That's who we're getting. We're getting Green Bay, and, uh, you know, I'd love to beat people full strength, but it's got to be said... Jordy Nelson going out. We don't have an official report as of 20 minutes ago when we were researching. It says anything conclusive. But uh, both Chester and Dallas watching the game both thought it looked like broke ribs. So, oh, yeah. uh, you know, it doesn't look good for him. Uh, you know, certainly we hope he feels better. Uh, but I don't necessarily mind that he's missing this next game. No, that's going to work out. Um, if he's missing this next game. Yeah, I, I think... That was kind of one of the big swings for me as well. Um, you know, they were having players go down, um, and I didn't feel like the Giants necessarily were. Um, and you know, I didn't feel like we could move against the Giants, so I, I really liked, uh, I really liked the outcome of this game. It turns out. Well, yeah. Now, Chester, you've been oddly quiet over there. Yeah. Um, you know, I was watching the game. And what stuck stuck out towards me for me was, you know, I, I thought the Giants were going to win. I thought Giants were going to win pretty decisively, just because they had so much better of a defense, and and I couldn't have been more wrong. You know, I have to hats off to Aaron Rodgers as usual. I mean, he he's you give that guy that much time. He had so many plays where he just danced around back there, danced around, no pressure, and boom, he hit his open guy, wide open guy. And when he wasn't wide open, he'd hit him on the dime. I mean, the, the guy was impressive, very, very impressive. They don't need a running game as long as he's in the backfield. I tell you what, their complete absence of a running game. Listen, Montgomery, as much as I've been a little bit afraid of him, 25 attempt or well, no, 10 attempts, 25 total yards. So, I mean, he was definitely – he hurt them more from the backfield. I think he had one catch that went 25 yards. So – you know, he's dangerous out of the backfield as a receiver, because remember, he is a receiver, but completely ineffective as a runner. And I, I did think Kristen Michaels came in and uh, definitely ignited that running game. Well, when he came in, they went from having almost no yards to by the end of the third quarter, he was, I think they had close to 60 or 70 yards rushing. So he was definitely a, a difference maker as far as running the ball. Yeah. Uh, I, I definitely noticed a different sort of gear and kind of I felt the difference between maybe a guy who's actually running back and a guy who's not. Um, he attacked that hole. He was a different sort of speed than Ty Montgomery was. He, well, if if you know anything, I mean, he played here for a little bit, and I say play. He, he was on our – he's mostly here for practice. He didn't really suit up for a game much last year. I think he was here for three or four games. Mm-hmm. Seattle let him go. Um we picked him up. He was here for three or four games, and then we released him, and Seattle picked him back up again. And then Green Bay picked him up this past year and uh, was playing after after um, their their running back went down. Yeah. So. And he's done. He's done pretty well there. He's and, done. 
And we'll get more into Kristen Michaels a little bit later. Uh, so, it's going to be kind of a weird podcast, right? Because there's no Dallas Cowboy game to really talk about. All there is to talk about is basically what's to come. And uh, that's hard to know. But we do have a little bit of a background. We did play them this season. Now, I'll grant you... Uh, the teams that will be playing next week at 3.40 Central Standard Time, I went ahead and changed it from 4.40 Eastern for all of you. Uh, that way you can understand what time it actually is. 3.40, playing Green Bay. How similar are these teams to the teams that played in week, was it three or four? How four. similar are these teams? You know, I think I'm looking at it, and they had Jordy Nelson just coming back from his injury. Ty Montgomery uh, was kind of just put into that position because Eddie Lacy uh, wasn't doing, was was hurt with the, his ankle, I think. Um, I honestly think they look pretty similar um, as far as the Packers look pretty similar, and the Cowboys haven't really changed much, in my opinion, since week three or four. Uh, we've been kind of the same team since that point. Uh, pretty much once we had Lyrian and Ezekiel Elliott found his groove um that's been where our team's been the best uh, and since that's happened we've lost you know one game that mattered um and so i i'll say that um i think both of these teams are actually pretty similar to that to that uh i know aaron Rodgers wasn't quite feeling it at that point but if you watch this game he wasn't quite feeling it uh the whole game either i mean he was <clears throat> actually making some rather rookie mistakes, I would say. Um, you know, taking a sack and uh, holding on that ball too long. And Boy, he lost a lot of yards in that first half to holding on to that ball. But, yeah. you know, it's got to be said, the Giants' DBs were no joke. We oh. could not move the ball against them. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was not looking forward to playing them, and I was kind of relying on the it's difficult to beat a team three times and, you know, four points – total spread on the previous two games you just feel like we're kind of due but i i do want to say the cowboys have looked pretty similar if you get rid of the first few games in the giants game they've always been similar mm-hmm. uh you know it's all going to be about as usual turnovers and pressure on the quarterback Mm-hmm. And I don't know that we can get pressure on Aaron Rodgers because, let's face it, that guy's got a career as a dancer after the NFL thing <laughs> runs out, right? I mean, that guy moves around in the pocket like... It's pretty amazing. Yeah, like, I don't know, fishing your keys out of your pocket in your car. I don't I don't know. That guy moves around a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, will we be able to pick him <clears throat> off? Hard to know. He doesn't usually make those types of throws, but we're getting Mo Claiborne back. Mm-hmm. We're getting Demarcus Lawrence back. Albeit uh, not 100%, it looks like he's going to need back surgery. The latest report I found says he's going to play through the injury. So it's going to be one of those injuries that won't get any worse, but it's probably going to hamper him a little bit. And I know everybody's not saying, woohoo, Demarcus Lawrence, but let's face it, we are a little better with him, and every little bit counts. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chester, how how are you feeling? Uh, well, I wanted to, I wanted to bring up – the thing about what I was worried about with the Giants, the, the, one of the things that their defense does well is they don't have to, they don't have to fill the box with eight people to stop the run. They were able to stop the run without that when they played us, and they're able to keep their their corners, especially with Cromartie back there. And that's that's a secondary. I mean, that's a Pro Bowl loaded secondary. Okay, so whose secondary is better then? Because that may be what it comes down to. Mm-hmm. Are the Cowboys with Mo Claiborne, Brandon Carr? Church and who's the other guy? Brown, Byron, Byron Jones. Uh, with those guys, Remember Anthony Brown. I was thinking Anthony Brown, but you're right, Byron. Yeah, Anthony Byron Brown. Jones. Look, we've got depth now with all these people back, and depth with. So who's better? You know, prior to Claiborne's injury, I would say, you know, we're comparable. You know, our secondary is really good because fact of the matter is, our we had no pass rush, and now we're starting to get pass rush. Irving is starting to come into his own, so we're starting. They now have to worry about Irving. When they played us before, we didn't have anybody that was on the field where they they had to keep an eye on. They needed to bring keep now, are somebody you talking in. Talking about uh, the Green Bay Packer game, yeah, 
originally. Now remember that was uh, the David that was Irving. his that was his come out game. Right. But prior to that, they didn't have to worry about anybody. You know, they, they it just didn't. Um, now they've got a we've got a we've got a semblance of a pass rush. I'm not sure if we have a pa- better pass rush than the Giants because man, um, man that they 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 left him a lot of time, and I'm not sure if that's because they were just on the field so much or or what but and and certainly the cold weather what what was the temperature do you know it was 13 degrees started 13 and the last thing i saw said 11 <laughs> and then i think that to feel like i think i, I two. I wouldn't even want to walk from my house to my car in in that kind of weather let alone play a game in that kind of weather and i think that that had a lot to do with a lot of the drops that um i know odell beckham coming back from miami wasn't expecting that cold yeah um so the giants or not the giants the green bay packers did not stop our run last time we played them uh, no that's true and remember going but into that who did game this year other than the giants well hold on well, remember going into that game it was a little bit of concern they were were they number one or number three against the run yeah I think so that was their deal they were number one and it was something like they had allowed 48 yards per game at that point uh, and, like, the next closest was, like, 80. And we were looking at that, and it was, like, you know, Minnesota Vikings, Detroit Lions, and Bears or something. And Browns, I think. Browns, and you're like, okay, you know, like, this isn't really what it looks like. On The stats aren't really a true representation of what this team is. Uh, and in that game, Ezekiel Elliott ended up running for over 150 yards on 28 carries. Uh, Dak Prescott um, threw for three touchdowns and an interception. And uh, 240 yards, 247 yards. So, um, I think honestly, this will probably be a very similar game. I, I don't think Green Bay is on the same level as us. Um, you know, when we looked at these games that happened this week, um, Green Bay blows out uh, the Giants. Um, the Pittsburgh Steelers blow out the Dolphins. Um, the two games last night were, were blowouts. Um, well, Houston, Oakland wasn't necessarily a blowout, but, uh, these games, I don't think are going to be that close again. I I think we're going to have to wait to get our close games where teams are actually on the same level in, um, the championship. Closer level, not necessarily on the same level. Mm -hmm. I don't think New England is on the same level with any of those other teams in the AFC. I think they're definitely a step above. I feel like Dallas is a is a little step above Atlanta. most of the other NFC teams. Mm-hmm. Okay, I, I do want to jump in here with a quick correction. The Packers were the sixth game of the season. Uh, and look, I, by game six, I do think we kind of found our groove. We were moving along. Uh, remember, we played them just before the bye week, so we got two weeks of uh, positive coverage. Uh, so that was fun. You know, Dallas, you, you got any statements for us? Yeah. So uh, I've got something. It's it's about next week. I just kind of want you guys to react to it. Um, I hope it's inflammatory. Uh, Dak Prescott will be the better quarterback next Sunday. Mm, interesting. Now, do you find better quarterback is by stats, game management, final score? Better quarterback. That's what I said. I find that to be very interesting that you say that because a few weeks ago <laughs> you made a statement that was accurate at the time that he would need to be more accurate to throw interceptions. Uh-huh. And now you're telling me he's going to be the better quarterback uh, this, this coming week. This is just a statement to to encourage conversation. Conversation. I, I'm not saying these are my beliefs. It's uh, just a All right, just uh, you know what? You, you all right. I'll I'll give you the facts. I'll speak the truth. Uh-huh. Aaron Rodgers is a great quarterback. He's great at game management. Yep. He's great at understanding the flow of the game. He's one of the best quarterbacks in the league about getting free five yards because you can't get your fat butt off the field, right? Guy has got – it's no different than when we were talking about Tony Romo versus Dak Prescott. Tony Romo understands the fundamentals and the flow of the game and the nuances and that's where Aaron Rodgers is mm-hmm. but look I saw Aaron Rodgers run around today doesn't look near as fleet of foot as Dak so I think Dak's a little more mobile and I think Dak's a harder sack 
He's just a bigger dude. Uh, they both seem to be prone to hold on to the ball too long, but mm-hmm. I definitely saw Aaron Rodgers doing something a little Tony Romo-esque, or maybe Tony Romo doing something that's very Aaron, where he holds on to the ball waiting for that bigger, bigger play. And sometimes you get that bigger play, and sometimes you take a, a, a big hit, right? Lose yards. Saw it the first half of this game. Mm-hmm. Dak Prescott will not make those mistakes. He will be getting rid of the ball quicker. I expect Beasley to have a big game, and at the end of it, I do think you're going to walk away and say, you know, I don't know if Dak Prescott's the better quarterback when compared to Aaron Rodgers, but on this Sunday, he was. I think we're going to have the – I think we have what the other AFC teams don't have, a dominant running game. And as long as he plays inside that that style of football – I think we'll be just fine because we have a dominant running game. They weren't able to stop the run the last time. They may make some changes where, you know, they'll make it tough on us to run. But that's where Dak's supposed to come in is that you're, you're, you throw to your wide receivers, you throw to your, your tight ends, and you start pulling that guy. They have to, they have to start res- respecting the pass so that you do open up running lanes and you do run the ball. And time of possession, I think, is what's going to be the the tell the tape next week. I don't think Dak Prescott. You could say he's going to be a the better quarterback next week. I hope you're right because I'm a huge Cowboy fan. But um, I think as long as he plays inside himself, which Dak usually does, because he doesn't throw interceptions. You know, he, he's a guy to throw a ball away or keep the ball, keep it in a sack as opposed to throw an interception. Um. You know, uh, it's hard for me to say he's going to be a better quarterback. He's going to be the better quarterback over. But I feel like you're trying to say it. I think as long as he stays within his game, I think he'll be just fine. Do I think he's going to be a better quarterback than than uh, we're, we're just talking Rogers? about that Sunday? No, just that Sunday. A better quarterback than Rogers? Just that Sunday. Yep. Just that Sunday. Just no, that I don't. Sunday. Okay. Yeah, Let I'm me going. ask you something. What? If you're Green Bay's defensive coordinator. And you have to choose what you're going to stop. Uh-huh. Well, the rushing. That's what you got to stop. you got to stop You do that. not have the cornerbacks at all to cover and stop. Here's the thing. You know what our game plan is. You know what we want to do. You know our identity. We That's are right. a run team. Run first. Run first team. We're the, we lead the league in it. You know, we're, what, 50%. Run. 1,600 and something yards. Okay, so, so that's what we're going to do. just one, one running back. That's what we want to do. He wants to stop what we want to do, Okay, uh, what he feels is the most effective. Uh, I think he's going to try to stop the run game. Can he? Uh, no, I don't think he can. I mean, when I was watching uh, the D- Detroit, um, the Giants play, I felt like they could run on them pretty easily. I mean, there was several plays. I would say, if we looked up the stats, it's got to be something like, um, you know, they probably had like 10 rushing just rushing yards for like 50 yards or something. I mean, they were getting 10 yards every other play, it seemed like to me. But they just didn't run the ball. Uh, it was very confusing. The NFL mm-hmm. does not make sense to me. Uh, well, on they, they stopped running the ball because they went down. It was 20 to, it was 20 to 13. Yeah, yeah, but and they the, didn't really uh, run to begin with, you know. Well, because they, they the running back they had played his first game ever last week. Mm-hmm. You know, they're not a running team. Fact is, with Eli Manning back there, and kudos to to you, Paul. um, Eli Manning was terrible. He's a garbage quarterback. I've been telling you all that for weeks. All right, I've got the uh, run thing right here. Uh, We had ten carries from Paul Perkins for thirty yards for an average of three yards, uh, and Rashard Jennings with five carries for a total of twenty-nine yards, averaging five point eight. So between them, they were averaging about four point three, four point four yards per carry. Statistically speaking, you run three times in a row, you're getting the first down. Yeah. So the fact that they didn't stick to that was baffling. Well, it's not baffling um, when they go down. Yeah, it's cold. It's cold weather. I mean, that's what you do. In that's cold weather. That's exactly. Right. You run the ball. Um, and I don't know if these two teams were like, screw that. We're gonna like do our own thing. Um, or what was going on? Okay, but, so I'm sorry. I want to just re-steer it a little bit. Okay. Are, are are you done? Yeah. What do you think? Is Dak the better quarterback next week? No matter what happens next week, the best quarterback <laughs> is uh, Aaron Rodgers. Um, just ability uh he's better he's 
he's better all all the way around basically so no uh Dak prescott will not be the better i'll challenge you with one stat okay age yeah yeah, he's younger. That, that doesn't mean better. anything. No, you, well, okay, it means so he can take a hit better, I and a, I do think he's more mobile. I have a question for he's both of you. He's similarly mobile, uh, in my opinion. He's similarly mobile. He he. They they don't look to to run. Neither of them do, but they both have the ability. They both actually run the um. Yeah, the fifteen read. carries is crazy. Yeah, fifteen they, rushing attempts. Yeah, they from both, every running back they had. Yeah, that's nuts. That is nuts. They don't need it with Aaron Rodgers. Same way with with Tom Brady. They don't need a running back up in New England. They don't. They don't. You've got that kind of quarterback. I have a hypothetical for you, and this is a, a silly, crazy question. Um, if the Cowboys were playing Tony Romo next week, against him or against him, against Tony Romo, okay, who, who would be the better quarterback? Tony Romo. I don't know. I'm more with you, Dallas. I don't know. I love Tony Romo. I love me some Tony Romo. Okay, because um, I think he sees the game at a different level. I think he sees this, but I also think. Look, okay. Let let me just. I think I can kind of sum up where I am on Romo, and I think maybe we're all on the same page, but maybe we're just viewing it from different angles. See, to me, for years, Tony Romo has been an excellent quarterback as far as keeping the Cowboys relevant. Now, in order to do that, he had to do it with not a lot of talent around him, which right. meant he kind of gained this, and he, he had it coming in, big Brett Farfan, it was a gunslinger mentality, and with that mentality, you're more apt to throw picks. What's the most important thing in football? Turnovers. Right. So, but Aaron, point, well, yeah. But Aaron Rodgers... Well, let me get through, let me get through this. Tony Romo, for years, had to do it on his own. When I view what Tony Romo is and how I think he would approach the game under this circumstance, I got to look to that 2014 season when we ran the ball, which is what we'd be doing now, and I don't think we'd have as many. Now, he had nine. Dak only had four, but we scored a lot more points. I do think Romo's a better quarterback. I don't think he's as durable. I don't know what Dak's upside is. We've certainly seen a lot of improvement since he started uh, the first couple of games this year. But I do think we all can agree Tony Romo is great. He does turn the ball over more. But I think that he turns it over more just because of what we asked him to do. I mean, y'all I mean, y'all are both smart football guys. Y'all know we can't throw the ball 45 times and not have it intercepted once. That's, that's just that's, what happens. That's true if it was Aaron Rodgers. That'd be true if it was Tom Brady. Exactly. That'd be true if it was Peyton Manning. I see I see Aaron Rodgers and, and Tony Romo being similar in the fact that they both see the game now in their career completely different than your average quarterback. And as much as I like Dak Prescott, I think he's he's a little better than average. I still think he's he's not quite there. He's obviously not quite there yet. This is his rookie season. Do I think he has the potential to be there? Yes, absolutely. And we're certainly but Tony all Romo is an elite style quarterback. And anybody that doesn't agree with that, it's because you haven't watched Tony Romo in the past five years. All right. Well, that that's fair enough. Dallas, uh, did you have anything else? All right. Here's the next question. Right. Our next statement. Um, Again, this is exactly what you believe. <laughs> no, this is not. What I believe is just a statement we get to react to. Rodgers will be under less pressure uh, than Dak Prescott. And what I mean by pressure is not uh, before the game, pressure of the moment. I mean pressure as in Yeah, you mean hurries, sacks, takeaways. Defensively pressure. Defensive pressure. Yes, exactly. Aaron Rodgers. Well, do you count bouncing around the pockets as pressure? No, getting to him is getting pressure. Him? him bouncing around a pocket, that's not pressure. All right, that's you know what, no Chester? pressure. It sounds like you've got an answer. I'm going to let you go while I think about it. Um, I think we could probably get pressure, getting pressured. Um, you know, we're very good with blitz because we don't blitz often, and we're able to disguise. You know, Marinelli is just a better defensive coordinator than, than the guy up in Green Bay. or um, I think he's a better defensive coordinator than Spagnolo. Uh, so, I feel like with with our secondary, especially coming back healthy, even without Claiborne, is good enough against their their receivers and their their tight ends. Especially since I don't I don't believe specifically that Jordy Nelson's going to play next week. If he does, he's going to be played very injured. Um, I think our secondary can handle their their offensive 
firepower. So pressure, yeah, I think I think our I think Marinelli can get him some pressure. He'll be under more pressure than Dak Prescott, absolutely, because we have the much better offensive line. Uh, okay. I want to say two things. One, I don't entirely disagree with Chester, and I entirely disagree with Chester. Uh, look, Green Bay, when we played them, what was that, four years ago? Uh, the catch-no-catch, catch, was that two years ago? That was two years ago. It was 2014, man. When, when we played them, their offensive line was terrible. They've spent some money and some resources, and their offensive line is pretty decent right now. It's not now, bad. they're not a run blocking. They're a good pass. They're not bad. They're not they're, bad. They're not bad. Uh, and if I told you I've got two guys coming after you, one of them is Demarcus Lawrence, who's injured, and the other is David Irving, a guy who's a little better span who showed some potential. Are you worried about those two guys? Are you worried about no. Clay Matthews and, albeit, an aging Julius Peppers? I think I'm more worried about Julius Peppers and Clay Matthews. Not against our offense. Now our that's, offensive that's, line. Well, that's the thing. <clears throat> that That's the rub, is which offensive line will be able to hold up better and which defensive line has the best pressure. To me, I thought we actually were a little bit surprised that we had a pass rush early on. And I think our pass rush was a result of, of coverage. That's right. And now that we have Mo Claiborne back, look, and I don't think anybody in this room can definitively speak on rest versus rush for certain positions. I think it's different for every single player and every single different position. I think it's so, different for every team. I and mean, different you can't, teams you just, and different coaches. You know. Right. So I don't know how he's going to come back. But if Mo Claiborne comes back and is the same type of player he was at the beginning of this year, I think we get more pressure on Aaron than they get on Dak. I agree with that. Um, you mentioned to me, you and I had a conversation earlier in the year and um, – we were discussing, you know, what wins championships and defense wins championships, right? I mean, that's the consensus. That's that's the common colloquialism. Right, right. There's only one exception to that rule, right? Having a dominant offensive line. And uh, I feel like with the Cowboys' dominant offensive line and their defense that is not – it's not spectacular. It's it's good. It's it's playoff defense, but it's not spectacular. We do have a spectacular offensive line. We do have a spectacular offense. Um, we've got the the most dominant run game I've seen since. Well, it's been ages since I've seen that kind of running game. Um, I think that's the that's the exception of the rule. I think with a dominant offensive line, we're going to be we're going to be okay. Yeah, uh, I think I'm in agreement with you guys. I think Rodgers will be under more pressure, but it's not going to be because of a defensive, um, a strong defensive line showing from either side. It'll be a, a coverage thing. Um, so yeah. Now hold on, because that's interesting to me. Because somewhat uh, famously, this year they have been just beat up on that side of the ball. Their coverage isn't good. <laughs> No, that's not. I mean, that the the Cowboys are going to put on more pressure. Oh, because yeah. of and our I, I think a lot of yes. pressure is going to come from the fact that we're going to be scoring. You know, I mean, and you've we've talked about it early on. Uh, Cowboys put pressure on other quarterbacks in in the fact that once we go ahead, they feel like they got to score. They've got to score that touchdown. If they don't score that touchdown and they only score a field goal, that's not a win. Okay, but just real quick, because I agree with everything you're saying. But do you also agree with this? If there's one quarterback in the NFL that you wouldn't want to put in that position, wouldn't it be Aaron Rodgers? He's one of two. Yeah, there's two. Uh, Rodgers and Brady. Rodgers and well, Drew. Drew. Drew that's Brees, right. Drew Brees would Drew. be that way too. But I don't, I don't want Drew lesser so. Yeah. With Drew Brees, it's lesser so. But those two quarterbacks. Yeah. So to me, look, I, I'm I'm with you. I think we'll get out ahead first. I think we'll score touchdowns instead of field goals, which is you know early on uh, when we first got here, we were watching highlights. You know, the first couple of drives that they were able to score on, they were in the 20-yard line, and they kicked two field goals. You're talking about the Green Bay-Dallas The Green Bay-Dallas game. Yeah. If we can continually make them kick field goals, which remember, guys, we're going to give up yards. We're going to give up big chunks, and what's going to happen is we're going to get real close to uh, the red zone, and then we're going to keep them from scoring. All right, so I think it's up next to – 
my invisible hero uh, of of next week. Right? Usually we do invisible hero of the last week, but uh, since yeah, Cowboys uh, well, didn't play. I've got an idea. What? Why don't we go ahead and name the invisible player of this week the first round bye? <laughs> yeah. I mean, uh, because I saw a bunch of players get beat up. I saw a great offense go up against a great defense, and I know they're worse for wear. Mm-hmm. And we could have been on a boat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> New York Giants yeah, slam. Yeah. All right, go on. Uh, so my invisible hero for, for this week, I felt like I had a few to, to choose from. Um, uh, Byron Jones could be one of them. Um, uh, Morris Claiborne, Demarcus Lawrence, Damian Wilson, Lucky Whitehead, who had a big game against the... Ooh, Damian Wilson, I forgot about him. Uh, against Green Bay last position? year. He's, he's a linebacker. He's a linebacker. <sighs> he showed up pretty big in the Philadelphia game, uh, and he'd been showing up a little more in the game before that. Too. He was trending up, for sure. Uh, that could have been because he was getting opportunities because we were arresting other people, um, but he was definitely starting to show up. But I'm going to go with Morris Claiborne. Um, it's a guy who hasn't been around um, for a while, so you might not be thinking about him going into this game. Uh, so in that way, he's he, he actually has been invisible. You've not been able to see him out there on the field. Uh, and he's going to make us a better team, um, at least at least from the point. Uh, if not, he's back to normal, at least a, a, a body, a good corner. Um, and that's who, that's who I've got going into this as our invisible hero. Uh, you know he's gonna he's gonna make our defensive line better. Um, one of the things that we've kind of struggled with toward the end uh, with our defense, I feel like, is is our DBs, uh, and that was one of our strengths going in. But all of a sudden, you le- you lose Barry Church and um, Morris Claiborne in the same game, and some some of that things can change. So that's what I've got for for my invisible hero of next, next week. week. Your yeah. predicted invisible hero of next week. And I feel like it's it's a difficult thing to expect anything out of him. He's coming off of, I think, eight games. Was it mm-hmm. eight games he was out? About. Yeah. <clears throat> and he's coming off eight games. Yeah, he played at a high level, but he had preseason to get ready and play at a high level. Yeah. And he's coming off an injury. This is his first week of actual practice, yeah. you know, in eight weeks. So <clears> – <throat> I'm more inclined to believe he's going to be the character, the player prior to preseason than this year's player because he's he's going to be so rusty. I don't think – I mean, he's got to play at a pretty high level for one game. <clears throat> I hope you're right. Uh, you know, I, listen, <laughs> I'm a huge Cowboy fan, so uh-huh. I'm very much hope you're right. Yeah. But my expectations for him aren't that high. I, I so can me, understand. I can understand that, that viewpoint. I, and that I, is think, a, something. I think Brown – has played very well in his absence. Definitely. Um, I can understand your viewpoint. I, I think um, there's something to be said about the games mattering mm-hmm. and whether or not he's been playing. Uh, and I think if he needed to, he could have played the games earlier on. I, I so think this isn't going to be – this is going to be like you don't have to bring Tony Romo right back in when he still kind of has a broken collarbone. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're going to get him the rest that he needs so that when he's out on the field, he's – an actual healthy body in 95 to 100% shape. Uh, um, listen, I, I think he's going to be 100% shape mm-hmm. because they held him out for that long. My problem is not that he's going to be healthy or not healthy. My problem is is he's going to be just rusty. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of rust to shake off. You know, it's not it's not like they're taking a the, what we're having right now essentially is just a bye week where our guys are letting their bodies heal, which is one of be is going to be for me one of the big factors of why we're going to win next week. As opposed to not winning, um, so for me it's 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 the rust factor. I love Claiborne this year. I think he's played. I think he's a Pro Bowl player. If he'd have played all year, there'd have been no doubt he he should have been in the Pro Bowl. Um, I just don't. I don't expect him to come back and play at that level. It would be impossible for me to think he's going to come back. All right. Well, you seem bugged. And I want to know, is there anything else bugging you going in? Because, look, you've been very adamant uh, in your – it doesn't matter who wins the Green Bay Giants game. The Cowboys are the superior team, and they're going to trounce whoever comes in. Uh, and I, while I understand and respect that level of confidence, uh, especially after watching some of the games, uh, I do have to ask, is there anything that does worry you? Is there anything that's yes. kind of bugging you? Yes. We're, we're dependent on Demarcus Lawrence to come back, and uh, – Honestly, after Randy Gregory's last two weeks, I'd rather have that knucklehead in here playing than Demarcus Lawrence. I feel like Randy Gregory 
at least got pressure, at least got up the field. I don't think Demarcus Lawrence has the ability to get up the field. I feel like Demarcus Lawrence is a bust in the same way, not in the same way that I think Randy Gregory's a bust. Randy Gregory's a bust because you can't get him on the field. Demarcus Lawrence has been on the field, and he's been absent the entire time he's been on the field. Every once in a while, because of pressure from from Irving, you might see him show up. But, yeah, Demarcus Lawrence – I could care less whether he's there or not. Um, I don't think he. I don't. <laughs> I don't think he's very good in this scheme in this defense. With what talent he's supposed to have? Come on, man. Okay. Well, hey, look. Uh, pass rush is a problem for all of us, but I do feel like I do need to come to Randy Gregory and maybe the Dallas Cowboy Craftings uh, side here just for a minute to provide some balance. The only reason we got Randy Gregory is because there was a lot of questions about his drug problem, right? He was a first-run talent who fell all the way deep into the second round, and that's why we were able to get him. So the fact – I mean, look, we took a risk, but we knew what we were getting into. This isn't a situation where we drafted him with a number one and then he developed a drug problem. This was a number one talent who we knew was a risk, and we were counting on our staff to be able to – Steer. Well, his drug problem is pot, man. It's well, pot. you're telling me you can't put pot down. It's, pot is not addictive. It's a, it's a coping mechanism for him. Yeah. Okay. Eat a biscuit, man. Mm. It's, it's good. For <laughs> right? Now I kind of want biscuits. Eat a biscuit. I mean, find something. Go play a game of golf. All right. Well, hey, listen. Uh, I'm glad to know that that's bothering you because it's bothering me a little bit. I do think uh this next draft, I, I do think we need some wide receiver and some defensive line help, uh, and hopefully that's what we go for. Mm-hmm. Um, and hopefully it's a pretty deep draft. I, I, I don't know. I haven't looked into it yet. But I do want to keep us moving along here. Uh, in much the spirit that Dallas gave you his invisible hero of the week for next week, uh, I'm going to give you the outstanding player of the game. And I think this is a no-brainer. Any idiot off the street. I could go outside. Is there anybody outside right now? No. No, nobody's out. Okay. If there was, I could pull him in here and I could say, hey, who's going to be the big standout player next week in the Cowboys-Packer game? And everybody would say the same thing because they're right. It's Ezekiel Elliott. He's going to run for 100,000 yards. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Look, I think there's going to be a standout player next next week Uh that nobody's – everybody's going to talk about this week because the way it ended two years ago. There's you think gonna it's going to be Des Bryant? I think Des Bryant is just itching for the opportunity to get out there and play. Oh, I like that and thought, but here's the problem with it. Everybody's going to be expecting it. We're a run-first team, and we're going to be successful at it. I agree. They're going to try and stop the run first, so where are they going to go? Yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. It doesn't matter. They're going to try and stop the run. That's not going to work. And that's why I think it's going to happen. I think you're going to line up Ezekiel Elliott on the first or second play for some reason. You're going to run it probably up the middle, or you're going to bounce it out to the outside. Somebody's going to get a couple of hands on Ezekiel Elliott at the one or two plus yards gained line, and he's going to run for an additional eight, dragging them along. Okay, this guy is going to have a monster game, and he's going to make us look like real idiots for not being happy about drafting him earlier. Uh-huh. So, look, uh, this is a prediction. I can certainly I and look to me nothing would be better than maybe well I I don't even know if I can say that but if Des Bryant were to win this game on some sort of crazy catch where he gets his feet in bounds in the end zone that would be ultimate poetry to my cowboy ear but I don't think that's necessarily what's going to happen I can see him catching a couple of balls getting a couple of TDs but I do think Ezekiel Elliott's going to be the standout star of this game yeah, um, I think both of those guys are, are pretty strong candidates. I think Dak Prescott's another one. So, Yeah, the big three, baby. Triplets. So, uh, okay. Uh, difference play, making players to watch. We like to go through and ask these. Now, these are the Packers. I think most people are familiar with them because they, while as not as big as Cowboys, they do have quite a following and uh, with good reason. Uh, to me, the player that I wanted to highlight on the offensive side of the ball, because I believe he will be the running back, is Kristen Michaels. We talked about him a little bit earlier. This guy was uh, drafted by the Seahawks. He looked good. Michael Irvin was big on him in 2014. He came down to the Cowboys in 2015, played five games. 
didn't really do much. Seattle picked him back up for the next couple of years, and then uh, they cut him. And uh, oh, they picked him up last year. They cut him in Green Bay because of uh, Seattle picked him back up in 2015. Right, and then they cut him, and then he they was brought he him was back up. in 16. Yeah, they brought him back 16. They cut him. They cut him earlier this year, or the start of training camp or whatever. They were just tired of him, um, and because you know they didn't feel like he could play at the standard they needed. Um, Green Bay's running backs got hurt at the beginning of the season. Well, hold on. I'm, I'm looking at the stats here, man, so I can tell you what happened. Right. 2013 through 2014, he was a Seahawk. 2015, he was a Cowboy. He got cut. Seattle Seahawks picked him up for the rest of 15 and 16, and then Pickers uh, picked him up this year. He's played six games there. Let me tell you how many yards this guy averages in each of those locations. 3.7 for the Packers, 4 for the Seahawks, 4.9 for the Seahawks in 2015, 3.4 for the Cowboys in 2015, 5.1 for the Seahawks in 2014, 2013, 4.4. This guy can run the ball. He's not getting a lot of attempts, and that's what's slowing him down. When he gets an attempt, he usually makes it work. And we saw that today in the game versus the Giants. I don't know how you can go in, especially after that weird injury Montgomery took. Now he was back later. But, man, when I saw uh, Michaels out there, they had a running game. And when I saw Montgomery out there, they didn't even pretend to have a running game. Yeah, I mean, if you look at the stats for that game, um, Montgomery had 10 rushes and... 25 yards. 25 yards. And if you look at the rushes that um, Michaels had, it was 11, and he had 47 yards. I mean, this guy is getting the same amount of carries, basically, but double yards uh, per carry. Uh, went from, I think he averaged 4.7 yards, and um, Montgomery is 2.5. You look at that, and you're like, okay, this is a running back, and this is not a running back. You yeah. know, like, this is a guy who can read the, the hole and get through it. it it's a skill, you know. Uh, you can't just put any football player back there and do it. You can put a lot of running backs back there, and they can do it. But Ty Montgomery's a receiver. Right, and look, one thing I do love, I feel, about playoff NFL football is it's one of those times where politics don't matter. I don't care about your feelings, Montgomery. I need a running back Mm -hmm. because if you lose us this game because I'm stubborn, you know, potentially I'm not doing my job. Well, Montgomery hasn't, all season long, he hasn't been that guy because when they they came in and told him, I was was listening to – couple of guys talk about and they were insiders for green bay packers um whenever the the coach came to montgomery and said hey we're going to need you to play running back his first question was well hey can i go go into their meetings right now so his goal was to i mean I, he's I a team that, player yeah. the guy is a team player so to say you know he, he doesn't really care whether you're trying he's all about the team he's a good guy i just don't think he's as good a running back as as they need him to be and and your guy, the guy you're mentioning, I think he is a true running back. Yeah, and I'm just just for a point of reference, uh, Montgomery had 77 carries this year for 457 yards, only three touchdowns. But remember, Aaron Rodgers is pass happy as heck, uh, and that's an average of 5.9 yards per carry. But again, not a real running back, and I think a lot of those are, you know, from some long runs. So, uh, so Kristen Michaels is a guy that I would say is probably going to start, and he's a guy that causes me the most concern on that side of the ball that I'm unaware of. Uh, Dallas. So for me, um, I did a, a quarterback study a long time ago. I think it was 2011 or 2012. Um, I think it was 11 or 10. Okay. It's been a while. Yeah, it was back when I was in college. Um, and really it was about, you know, I kept hearing that Tony Romo was bad. And I wanted to see, like, well, what what is, when I'm looking at the game, I don't see a quarterback that is bad. Um, I see a guy who um, who looks good. I mean, occasionally, yes, he does throw an interception, but, I mean, he also throws a lot of touchdowns, a lot of completions, makes hard throws, keeps plays alive. Um, that Romo magic, baby. Yeah, it, and honestly, mm-hmm. a lot of fun to watch. Um, so I went and I, I did a study, and what I did is I I compared quarterbacks from that time and even quarterbacks from history. Uh, you know, great quarterbacks, Troy Aikman, uh, you know, Bart Starr, 
uh, Dan Marino, uh, you know, the big, big, big names, names. Uh, of quarterbacks. People uh, who are just understood to have been great quarterbacks. Yeah, uh, who's the Buffalo quarterback? Uh, uh, Bledsoe. Kelly. Kelly. Jim Kelly. Uh, Kelly, I, I think even Bledsoe. Uh, you know, and then current quarterbacks at that time, I think Favre was still in, Roethlisberger, um, and... This is what I found. Oh, hold on, hold on. I think I remember this study. And I remember at the time thinking it's going to be Manning, mm-hmm. Brady. Now, remember, this is Manning five years ago. Yeah. Uh, five to six years ago. It was going to be Manning, Brady, Brady, Trees. Was it Breeze and then Ryan? Uh, Maybe Matt Ryan was making a big splash at that time? Maybe, yeah, yeah. Uh, and and that's kind of what I thought it was going to be. And then I, I I do remember this, and you showed me the results, and uh, I was a I was astonished because not only was Romo not where I thought he would be, neither were any of the other quarterbacks. Yeah. So basically, I just took because because really, if you want to look at something like that, you can't take total yards because it's not very accurate with everybody doing different things. You've got to do averages. So average uh, yard per attempt per a reception per game, uh, you know, average interception per hundred throws. You got to take all of those. You got to average them so you can kind of even out all the numbers. And, and then I, I color coded them to you know these are the top five guys in these areas. Uh, and then I just added them added them up. You know who had the most top five out of all of those quarterbacks. Um, and Aaron Rodgers was the number one. Uh, if you want to go find this, it's actually still on the internet somewhere. It's called. Um, I think my blog was called DallasTalksDallas.com or at WordPress.com, uh, and there's a little link on a uh, little tab tab table up there that says uh, quarterback study, and you can look at it. And the second person I had on that was Tony Romo, but as high as I thought of Tony Romo, it really shot up my opinion of Aaron Rodgers. And this was at a time where a lot of people didn't talk about Aaron Rodgers. He was um, more on the newer side, uh, and this is a guy that you have to worry about. Uh, Green Bay is nothing without him. He is what Tony Romo was to us last year and all the years before that. Um, without Aaron Rodgers, Green Bay is not in the playoffs. They're not a factor, um, and they're in the bottom of their division year after year until they get something um, like Aaron Rodgers or like a, a decent quarterback behind there, that offensive line. Um, so, yeah, that is my guy to watch, Aaron Rodgers. He's been good. He's been really good for a long time. It's not a new thing. It's not newly developed. Uh, yeah, he had a, a rough stretch of games. Uh, he's still probably one of the best quarterbacks ever. No, definitely. And I, I remember the thing that was interesting to me about your study was it had Aaron Rodgers, Tony Romo, and then I think I think it had uh, Manning, then Brady. Mm-hmm. And I remember thinking, huh, Aaron Rodgers, he was a – he was – he had just taken over for Brett Favre maybe a few years, so it, it was fairly recent. And I thought, well, that's interesting, you know, huh? But Tony Romo's up there. I would not have guessed that. But sure enough, as I watched the games and continued from that point, Manning was trending down. Brady is Brady. Is Brady. Brady just kind of sticks right where Brady at, is at, mm-hmm. uh, which is excellent. It's a high level. But Aaron Rodgers was just outperforming him. So was Tony Romo, and so was Peyton. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, that was interesting. So then you're saying Aaron Rodgers is a guy. Chester, is there anybody on offense that you're maybe worried about? Um, Randall Cobb, his connection with, with Aaron Rodgers, I think as long as those two play together, I think it's very – I think you get two players that play at a high level. Aaron Rodgers, the – you know, I remember last year, he went through a stretch that was a bad stretch, and thing, everybody was talking. Well, is it over for Rodgers? Does he is he losing his touch? And he said, "Hey, everybody needs to relax." And I remember that they, they were on, talking about his backup. Yeah, and and it's like send he went down. on this. He went on this five or six or seven game <laughs> winning streak, and the same thing happened this year. And when it was happening this year, I'm like, "Man, you guys are crazy! Don't count him out." Mm-hmm. Aaron Rodgers is Aaron Rodgers, you know, until he starts. Until at the end of the season, and he's played poorly the entire season, I'm not ready. And even then, I'd give him one more season <laughs> because he's Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. You know, the same thing could be said for, uh, you know, Tom Brady. They, they they asked him, well, how much longer are you going to play? He goes, well, I think I'll play until I start to suck. 
He said, but don't worry, I don't plan on sucking for a while. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so I think Aaron Rodgers is right there. You know, you say he was better. Statistically speaking, maybe. Um, I think um, Tom Brady's got an it factor that there's no other quarterback has or had since Joe Montana. Well, you know, since I didn't really – I wasn't in that purview. I can only speak – I didn't see Joe Montana play. I, I was more around for the Steve Young. Yeah. But, uh, hey, listen – uh, Randall Cobb, three touchdowns today from Aaron Rodgers. Granted, one was that uh, Hail Mary, which was kind of a push-off and bad defensive play. Well, as far as Hail Marys go, push-offs don't – they never get called. I mean, you've got to actually squash a player before that's ever going to be called. Okay, so. well, look, that's all well and good. I want to talk now a little bit more about the defense because I do want to move it along. I, I have wife and kids at home. You know, They're going to be mad at me for staying out so late. At least it's not one in the morning like the last podcast we did. Uh, look, on the defense, to me, there's only one guy on that defense to me that's of any concern whatsoever, and that's Clay Matthews. Today you saw what kind of a heady player he was when he stripped the ball. He then points out, hey, get on that ball. Nobody gets on the ball. He doesn't just go dive for the ball. He knocks the tar out of a guy reaching for the ball to make sure he's not in any way able to get the ball and then goes after the ball. Every single part of that play shows me what an intelligent player he is. And there's something very scary about an intelligent, physically dominant person on the other side of that line. Mm -hmm. Now, we will have Tyron Smith on that side. And I can't imagine we won't give Dak some help. Well, as far as... When it, when it comes to pass plays, a lot of times we'll keep, um, you know, Ezekiel Elliott is great, great on picking up the blitz. And when it's when it's a guy coming in like that, listen, I, I'll put my money on Zeke, um, at least slowing him down. It's it's not, you know, they may get to him at some point, but, but Zeke will slow him down. There's actually four players on defense for the Green Bay Packers that you're going to have to worry about. Um, and one of them is, you're absolutely right, Clay Matthews. Uh, number two is the guy with the funniest, most ridiculous name of any any sport, let alone football, uh, and that's Ha Ha Clinton Dix. How about human beings? <laughs> is that a guy's name? No, I mean, like, he's got the most ridiculous name of any human being. It is kind of a ridiculous name. It's pretty ridiculous. His mama went, Ha Ha, when he was born, and decided he, she's going to name him that from that point on. And I don't know if that's true or not. I just found that to be very funny. Um <laughs> So, for me, it's it's not only him. Um, they've got another another safety that's playing corner right now, Hyde. He, this guy's really good. I mean, he plays at a very high level. Um, another gentleman that you got to work for. First of all, Clinton Clinton Dix, he's a, he's a pro bowler this year. He's a pro bowler safety. Plays at extremely high level. He, he covers a lot of field with a lot of speed, and he hits very hard. Uh, the other gentleman, I think, is Burnett. Uh, he's the other safety. Those three guys... In the in the secondary are solid players. You know they, those guys can cover, they can hit, and they can they can cover the run when they when they step up into the box. Um, and not to mention you've got Clay Matthews that is perennial Pro Bowler. Yeah, no, look, uh, they do have you know with all the talk about all the injuries they've had to their defensive uh, backs, it's mainly been on the cornerback side. They've got great safeties. Uh, so that is something we'll have to be concerned about. I still think we're going to run the heck out of the ball. They're going to collapse down on that, and then we're going to throw it. Same thing we do every game. Yeah. So, uh, so uh, I'm not 100% worried about that, but I am 83% sure that the Cowboys will win. Uh, and all they have to do to ensure that win is not give Aaron Rodgers nine seconds to throw the ball. All right? The guy can move around, but you're going to have to keep him contained in that pocket and get pressure by collapsing that pocket. You can't leave a bunch of open lanes because he will find an open man. I don't care if Jordy Nelson is sick or injured. I don't care if Randall Cobb isn't out there. He'll throw it to Geronimo. He's got people out there he can throw to, and he has showed us that he will. And we saw today a guy who was completely covered up, and Aaron Rodgers threaded it in there anyway for a touchdown. Mm -hmm. That's what Aaron Rodgers does. So I am 83% sure that the Cowboys will win next week, and all they have to do to guarantee that is keep Aaron Rodgers contained and don't give him a ton of time back there. 
I'm 75% sure that we're going to win. Um, and I've got, uh, we're going to win if Rodgers throws less than three, deep, three touchdown passes. Um, and uh, we're going to lose if we allow Green Bay to allow more than 100 yards of rushing. Um, so if uh, Green Bay rushes for 100 yards? Yeah, uh, okay. I think that's a sign of uh, they've got this game. Uh, and they're just milking it at the end. Um, so those are m- my winning sort of we will win if or we will lose if. Okay. Um, I feel like it's fine if, if Green Bay has 100 yards rushing. It's fine if, if he has 21, if he has three touchdowns or more. Um, fact of the matter is our defense is a bend, don't break, and they've proven that all year long. They, they, they allow people – field goals they don't allow a lot of touchdowns that's why i want um, touchdowns instead of yards which i understand that um but if they run 100 yards that's fine i'm okay with them running 100 yards as long as they don't get touchdowns with those 100 yards mm-hmm. um i feel like we're you know i'm you know i, I jokingly said 100 percent, then i brought it down to 80 percent. it's actually higher than that i feel very 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 confident we're gonna win this because our offensive line is so much better. Our running game is so much better. We're gonna we're gonna just tear that clock up. We're gonna own that clock. Um, yeah, Aaron Rodgers is a guy that that can they can score quick. Um, but with I think with our secondary, especially getting healthy when it is, can bend don't break, slow him down. Um, you know I've got a score prediction for this coming up week. Um, I feel like we're gonna be thirty five twenty one. And as long as we keep him under 30 points, we're going to win this game. And that's my win-loss cho- choice. You know, I, I like uh, putting it out there, uh, a score prediction. All right. Uh, do you have a score prediction, or should I think of one real quick? Uh, I'll go with mine, uh, 36-22. Oh, so just a little more sure than $1. Uh, <laughs> that's a punch in the nose move, man, $1. Uh, yeah. No, $2. So yeah, I mean, the last game we played against these guys, uh, we won thirty to sixteen. I think we're about six points better, uh, and um, they look to be a little better as well. Um, so uh, yeah, I'll give them an extra touchdown um, and us uh, two extra field goals, and call that what I think it's going to be thirty six twenty two. I'm about to say something that's the most insane thing I've ever said, and that's that I'm the only one in here that's rational. Okay. Mm-hmm. I don't think y'all are giving sure. Green Bay near enough credit. Look, I do think we're going to win. I'm fairly certain of it. But Green Bay's not a bad team. When we played them earlier, yep. they were not a great team. Now, right now, the way they're playing, they are a great team. Guys, we struggled <clears throat> against the Giants, and they beat the snot out of the Giants. On top of that, Aaron Rodgers is on fire right now. Are we going to win? Yeah, we are. But it's not going to be as massive as y'all say it's going to be. Cowboys are going to win, but I'm thinking it's going to be closer to 27-24. Okay. And it won't be that close, but there'll be like a field goal in garbage time or something like that. It won't be a field goal in garbage time. Um, Listen to – respond to the Giants over the Green Bay Packers. The Giants are a team that matches up very well for the Cowboys. They play the Cowboys very well. Because their defense matches our style of offense very well. They played a different team today, a different quarterback today, and you're absolutely right. He, you know, <clears throat> the quarterback for Green Bay is, is incredible. Rodgers is incredible. He's proven it time and time again, but he's not the best out there. We've proven we, we've beat him before, and I'm not saying we're going to beat him because we beat him before. I'm saying we're good enough. We're, we're that much better a team than the Green Bay Packers. We're that much better a team than the Giants. You know, the Giants <clears throat> didn't match up with them very well. They had to go in. It was 11 degrees, man. I mean, I, if, I, if I walk more than 30 feet in 11-degree weather, I will break just for walking. There's no way. There, there's no way I'm going to play a football team. Aaron Rodgers is, I mean, he's used to that kind of weather. And to say the Giants aren't used to it, you know, other than Aaron Rodgers, I don't think there's anybody that's used to 11-degree weather. All right, well, listen, I want to wrap this up. I do want to say, y'all should be rooting for the Cowboys to win, because if they don't, 
My dad's favorite podcast is going to go on hiatus. You'll see us back for the draft preview, but I don't think we're going to do any cowboy podcasts if the cowboys aren't involved. Uh, maybe a wrap-up or something like that. But root for the Cowboys, or else you won't get to hear any more of Chester's beautiful voice. Uh, I got nothing else. That's funny. Uh, yeah, all I've got is, you know, you can always check out our site, uh, which is uh, mydadsfavoritepodcast.com. You can email us at mydadsfavoritepodcast.gmail.com. Uh, and we're on iTunes and uh, SoundCloud. And um, we're we not Stitcher. on We're not on Podkicker Pro. I checked this morning. Okay, we cannot for some reason get on pod kicker pro but we're it's on because we're too edgy maybe um so <laughs> if you know how to do that let us know uh and if you just want to talk to us or, or send us out an email hey we'll read it uh and make you semi-famous uh, right in very small circles you will be very famous <laughs> yes, very, very famous. small circles <laughs> and hey um what do they got to do what do they have to do if they they subscribe to us they, all, all that, Do they have the opportunity to subscribe yeah, to us? They, they can go Please to subscribe. That's how that's how we continue on if you subscribe. Downloads. So, downloads. Is subscribe and download the same thing? Yeah, yeah. Okay. The more the more you subscribe to us, the better off our podcast does. And if you like our show, please do so. Yeah. Or uh, else. <laughs> that's basically all, all I've got. Um, so. All right. Well, hey, let's go kick some Green Bay butt. Amen. Uh,